Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, my loves. Kate Harlow here. Before you dive into this week's episode, I just wanted to share with you about the five-day Expanded Love Masterclass that is back by popular demand. It's totally free. And this is a five-day experience with me where we're going to go deep into all five saboteur archetypes that show up in dating and relationships. Now, the dates have changed. So if you click the link below or on my website, theunscriptedwoman.com, and you sign up for the Expanded Love Masterclass, notice that the dates are March 20th through 24th. They've change from the original dates. So it's five days, totally free. And you are going to get so intimate with the part of you that actually stops you from experiencing love in many different ways. And even if you're in a relationship, she stops you from actually letting love in, from being able to receive love. Um, this part of you keeps you trying to control love or shape-shifting yourself to get love or being in fantasy and getting swept off your feet in, you know, really unhealthy dynamics, self-sacrificing yourself isolating your feelings, not getting vulnerable. Um, there's so many aspects to the saboteur and there's five core archetypes that we're going to dive into. So if you haven't done the expanded love masterclass before, join me. It is life freaking changing because guess what? Your saboteur doesn't just show up in your dating life. Your saboteur shows up at work. Your saboteur shows up in your friendships. Your saboteur shows up everywhere. So to understand yourself in this way is so life-changing. So I would love to have you join me. And if you're ready to break free from all these funky, weird patterns that are keeping you hurting in relationships or keeping you hurting dating, then join me, especially if you're a woman who is trapped in the cycle of beating herself up, feeling bad on the inside, comparing yourself to everyone on the outside. There's so much more possible for you when you are not operating from your sabotaging saboteur patterns. And uh, it's not who you are. It's not the truth of who you are. It makes dating so much easier and relationships so much easier and more pleasurable and fun when you are able to connect with the truth of who you are and not be leading from protection. So would love to see you there. Click the link below this video and spread the word to all your gal pals. There's an extra week to share the news. Um, it will be March 20th through 24th. I will see you there. It's inside a private Facebook group. Once you register, you'll get access to the private Facebook group in your email and enjoy the episode. Much love. Hello, lovelies. Today's episode, Signs He Just Wants Sex. This one has been a long time coming. I feel like I keep saying lately, how have we not talked about this yet? <laughs> um, but this one is incredibly important to us because we are sick and tired of those of you feeling duped by the guy who appears like he wants a relationship and you have all these, you think that you're headed somewhere great and then he sleeps with you and disappears. 
and we are done with you being caught in that dynamic. We are done. Of course, the main intention of the podcast is we are done with you being helpless and powerless around <laughs> dating and, and being surprised by bad behavior in men and now empowering you to be able to spot a man who clearly is just interested in having sex. And chances are you can look back and see, right? Like many of you probably are about to listen being like, oh yeah, the signs were all there, but I ignored them. So how about today is the day you decide to stop ignoring them and to stop engaging with people that don't want what you want. So, hey, if you're just looking for sex, this episode's not for you. <laughs> if you're looking for a relationship, but you keep dating people who just want to hook up with you and not turn into anything meaningful, this episode is for you. So I'm going to start with the, I have quite a few to list, but the top two that are the pretty freaking obvious ones are number one leads with sex in his profile or in his conversations with you. So either in the profile, he talks about how important physical chemistry is. Look, if he has to list that, he's letting you know that attraction and sex is the thing that he's looking for. Even if it says he just wants a really, he wants a relationship. But if it's all this emphasis on physical attraction or how important chemistry is, he's just looking for sex. If he only makes compliments that are about your appearance, he only wants sex because men that are interested in getting to know you don't need to, they, they might also, you know, they still say you're beautiful or I'm attracted to you, but it's also backed up with interest in getting to know the soul of who you are. And the other thing to look out for on a dating profile with a guy who just wants sex is any kind of controlling language. So meaning I don't want drama or don't, you know, XYZ, let me be a man, anything that's telling you what to do before he even meets you, ladies, <laughs> before they even meet you, they have a whole agenda about who, how you should behave on their dating profile. Not only is that a dangerous person, that's definitely a person who just wants sex. So that's the beginning for me. Yes. And for me, the reason why this one matters so much is when I was dating, like I, I don't, I, to me, I feel so repulsed by um, a man who just, who, who, where I feel like I'm just a body. And, you know, some women think that they just, that they want this, that's like, oh, I'm just on dating apps to have sex. I'm just here to have fun. But what they really want is to have meaningful connection. You don't have to want a relationship. When I was dating, I didn't want, I wasn't like attached to having a relationship, but I wanted meaningful connection because that's what I stand for in all areas of my life. And if someone just wants sex, but not meaningful connection, then you're just a body. Right. And if you're just a body to a man and you're just there for him to pleasure himself, but he doesn't want to know who you are in a, as a soul, that's going to have impact on you, whether you know it does or not, or whether you think it does or not, it's going to have impact. And I think of, you know, women I've worked with over the years who are very highly sexual. A lot of them have convinced themselves, oh, I just want sex. I'm just here for sex and a good time. But then they end up in those dynamics where all of a sudden they feel like, really special and then not good enough and then really special and then his interest is gone and then they they and and so if you're on that roller coaster where you're getting these little hits of ego boost because he's attracted to your physical body 
and he is, you know, constantly complimenting you or, or, you know, playing the game to to butter you up and have you feel good about yourself. But then you're feeling shitty about yourself because he's taking three days to respond to a message or like you've got that push pull dynamic going on. He's playing games, probably the game, the pickup artist game. There's a whole underground movement of pickup artists of men who have learned how to manipulate women to have sex. And essentially most dating advice is also pickup artistry because women manipulate men to get relationships. And so when you listen to the truth, we're liberating you from all of it. No more, no longer playing games to get something, but using dating as a practice to learn how to like really be who you are on dates and stop letting these protective parts of you lead and actually let yourself show all of who you are so that you can see who's actually and feel who's actually aligned with you. So you're not just a body. And if a man is, yeah, if you like, if you start texting and having conversations and he's making sex jokes right away, often women are like, oh, it's good. It means there's chemistry to me. That's a red flag. I, yes. and for me, I, yes. I imagine you feel it in your gut if it's a flag for you. But for me, if a man is making sexual jokes right away or sexual comments, it's a no for me because I know that's what he wants. And I'm not just a body. And I went on a couple dates with a guy who made out with me so hard and tried to like push me into having sex. And I said, listen, I need a lot more emotional connection, emotional intimacy before I get physically intimate with someone. And I understand that a lot of men are more physically driven. So if that doesn't work for you, that's cool. And then he did fall away right after I said that and stated my boundary, he fell away, which is great. It doesn't mean he's wrong and bad. Doesn't mean I'm wrong and bad. It just means we're not aligned. Amen. Amen. And I, I think the, the immediate sex jokes are just cheap. Yeah. Like I've said that to my clients over the years of like, it's just to, a, a cheap way to act like you're connected because actually a lot of women lead with sex. So let's mm. talk about that. Yes. that. That chances are, if you are only getting connected with men who just want sex and it's not what you want, you probably believe that men just want sex. So if you're walking around with the belief that men just want sex, that's going to be the kind of men that you attract. And if you think that you you lead with with highly sexual flirting, right? Flirting is enjoying my presence in the presence of another person. That's what flirting is. Flirting isn't a manipulation. Flirting isn't trying to get something. Flirting is about enjoying your life and creating attraction from the soul of who you are, not from your body. So if your dating profile is a bunch of sexual pictures, then please don't be surprised. Like you have to get accountable to the energy that you're putting out. And this isn't about asking for it. Obviously that's not what this is about. So please take a deep breath into that because it's about getting accountable to what you say that you want. And in my experience, I've shared this before. I went from dating with men who always wanted to have sex with me after a first date. And I was having sex on a first date and then wondering why they never called me again to then doing the inner work and shifting my inner world and my energy to dating several people before I met Andrew, none of whom tried to have sex with me. Like it wasn't even an option. So another two more signs that he just wants sex is he's moving the connection with you along very fast. So it can seem like they can be putting in their time knowing that it's going to lead to sex. So someone who's in a rush to see you and spend time with you or constantly talking to you, it can be like borderline love bombing, but be careful to not just not think that just because he's taking you on a date, that that means he somehow wants a relationship 
However, the dating is also another sign that he just wants sex is the dating is going to be around his terms. It's not related. It's not about like what you might like or want or what works for you. It's going to be driven by this is his schedule. This is when he's available. This is when he can take you out. And then the other really clear sign of someone who's dangerous, let alone who just wants sex is someone who can't take no for an answer. So if you state your boundary about you not being interested in getting physical too soon, or you not wanting to go home, if there is any slight hesitation by him or slight, um, even if it's like, oh, but I'm just so attracted to you or whatever. Yeah. That's not going to be someone that respects you or cares about you. And I often share that you won't know if you're safe with someone until you actually set a boundary and then see their response, right? That's safety is not a feeling. All of you that are saying like, oh, but I just feel so, feel so safe and comfortable is your brain saying this person feels like mom and dad. And I'm in my childhood material because I just met them. And if I'm feeling safe and like, I've known them forever on a first date, it's your brain saying this is familiar. This is not safe. Safe is I can set boundaries. I can speak my truth. I can advocate for myself. I can share what I'm interested in. And I'm met with respect and kindness and care, not someone who is just pushing, right? And that pushing energy is what leads to sex. And, you know, if you're getting caught in physical chemistry all the time, you don't want a relationship either, right? I don't know how many more episodes we have to do that or, and how many more, you know, platforms we have to shout from the rooftops on that physical chemistry is not indicative of someone being compatible with you. Anyone can have great physical chemistry. Like, so what? Great sex doesn't mean great relationship. So also if you're a woman who can't, has no self-control and you're getting caught up in the physical intimacy or high chemistry, then that's something to look at for yourself too. Like, wow, do I know how to set boundaries? Do I know how to advocate for myself? Do I know how to be grounded in my body and be able to wait Right, to be able to pause long enough to wait to actually build the emotional intimacy that will keep me safe so that when I have sex with them, I'm not doing it from an attachment. I'm not doing it so I hope they become my boyfriend. I'm not doing it because I think that I have to. And I'm not doing it to get my childhood need met of getting attention and validation. Right, Sex can become only enjoyable, really, when it's actually two people connecting to the soul of who they are. And it's done for the sake of enjoying each other, not to get primal need met, not to get validation, not to get any reassurance, you know, anxiously attached people have sex for reassurance and think that that somehow means that they're connected. And it's not, it's not, you're allowed to want sex. Oh my God. You're allowed to want great sex, but stop being surprised by men where that's all they're interested in. Right. You can actually spot them pretty clearly and you can start carrying yourself differently. That's why I shared my experience because I absolutely had the belief that men just want sex. Right. That once I shifted that belief and shifted my energy and believed that men would actually be interested in who I am, that became the ex experience I had. And I didn't even kiss my husband until like date four. <laughs> right. Like, and I was worried about it. There's a whole joke in, in our relationship where I was like worried that he wasn't attracted to me because he actually respected me for several dates. And I hear that from so many clients all the time. We, we, the bar is so low. We have never been respected by men in, in the way that we want to, that it surprises us when someone's willing to be patient and take their time and doesn't want to have sex with us because patriarchy says our value is rooted in whether or not men want to have sex with us. 
rather than you have inherent worth and value and someone wanting to have sex with you will be a like cherry on top from the right man who wants to get to know your soul because friendship and soul connection is what's going to last rather than just intense physical chemistry, which you all know fades. All of you that have gotten caught in these dynamics, right? It's like really great and really intense for about two or three months and then they disappear. And another, this is like an obvious one that I hope everyone understands, but like texting you late at night, he just wants to have sex with you. <laughs> like, you know, if, if he's not, he was taking you on dates, but he's not involving you in his life or, or getting to know what's going on in your life, right? Just being go going on nighttime dates, like want to come upstairs and watch a movie. You're not upstairs watching a movie. He's asking you to have sex with him. <laughs> you know, like we, we're not idiots, you know, like, and you're not an idiot. So stop acting like one in this culture, right? Stop acting like the helpless damsel who doesn't know what's happening, right? You are a grown ass woman and you deserve to be respected. You deserve to have high standards. You deserve to recognize that. Yes, there are men. There are men who just want sex, but that's not bad. Right. And there's men who absolutely want a relationship and absolutely want to get to know you and absolutely want more than just a quick lay. Yes, exactly. And there is change happens when we show up differently. That's how we change the world one woman at a time. And I think actually it just made me think of a random story. I went on a date. I had a, I all of a sudden like ran into an old friend who was one of the really close friends of my former boyfriend of five years from my twenties. And I ran into his friend a few years later and he, and I'd never realized how hot he was. And I was like, Oh my God, he's actually really attractive. And I think it's because I was more connected to my woman self. So I was attracted to a different type of man at that point. And then he fell to towards me too. We saw each other at a party. He invited me on a date. We went for dinner. We had a great time. And my apartment was a block away. And I was like, oh, my apartment's a block away. Okay, this is naive. I didn't know this rule back then, but my <laughs> apartment was a block away. And I, this is my first time living on my own. I was 30 years old and I'd never lived on my own. And I was like, do you want to come over and hang out for a bit? And apparently hanging out means having sex. I didn't know that either. And so this is all the like millennial stuff that I didn't know. And, um, I, so I invited him up and then I went to the bathroom and I came back and he had his shirt off and then he just started like making out with me so hard and it was so aggressive. And I, that was one of the moments where I'm like, I was, I was already, I'd already had my awakening. I was already like starting to be more and more anchored in who I am listening to my intuition and my gut, knowing how to speak my truth. Like it was sort of towards the beginning of my journey. And I was, he started making out with me and it just felt so wrong. And I felt like he was like eating my face. And this is how I feel every time I, I I'm with a guy who just wants sex. Aggressive. I feel like they're aggressive and they're like trying to eat me and I'm not even there. I'm just a body. And so I paused and he would like try to take my shirt off and like he had hickeys on his neck. I was like, ew, okay, this is gross. <laughs> um, like, obviously he was just making out with someone else. Um, and so I paused and said, I'm not having sex with you. And he's like, why? And I said, because like, this is our first date. And he was like, you've known me for seven years. And I'm like, yeah, because I was in a relationship with one of your best friends. Like this is our first date. And he's like, okay. And then he left immediately. And I never heard from him again. I bumped into him like five years later and he like acted like nothing, like as if that date never happened. Um, but I was like, I feel like that was a huge turning point for me because up until now, so I'm going to talk a little bit about like saboteur patterns, but of course in all relational, in all the dating stuff, we unpack every episode it's a combination of that little girl 
dating to get chosen, to feel special, to get love, to feel good enough, and your saboteur, which is the behavior and the, the crazy stories in your mind. So the saboteur protective mechanism that was leading for me before was mostly the uh, self-sacrificer and the fantasy addict. So I was completely blinded by the idea of love, chasing the high of the story in my mind, not the actual guy in front of me, but the story in my mind I was making up about them. And then I was the self-sacrificer. And I can't even, I mean... I feel heartbroken when I think of how many times I had sex when I didn't want to, because I didn't think it, there was an option. And I felt like I had to, for him to keep dating me, for him to like me, even the very first time I had sex was because my boyfriend had already had sex before and I made him wait like three months, but then I felt so much pressure and it was a hundred percent for him. And really that pattern continued for like 13 years where every time I had sex, it was for them, not me. And I work with so many women who this is still the case. And so um, I'm going to go into how to like have sex from a soul level versus your saboteur and the, the little girl. So I would do that. So there's all the women out there who are saying yes when it's actually a no. And that's heartbreaking because you get to stand for what's true for you. And if a guy is not interested in you anymore because you didn't have sex with him, bye. bye. Goodbye forever. You are not aligned. You are not aligned with who I am or what I stand for. A man who really likes you and is respectful will honor your truth. Like you said, your boundaries, he will listen to them and honor them. That is like, I know a lot of honorable men and they listen and they honor. And the guy, the man that I'm in a relationship with now, same thing. He didn't try in the beginning. And I was like, oh God, is he gay? Is he asexual? Like I was questioning it because he wasn't trying to kiss me, trying to, and he was so respectful and so honoring and it still is to this day, our relationship's so beautiful because he's one of the, my favorite things about him is how respectful and honoring he is. And so that's the one pattern I want to talk about. And then the flip side, I've worked with a lot of women who have the controller archetype playing out when they're, they're on dates and they use their bodies and sex to control men and to, to get attention and validation. But while they might feel powerful in the moment, you know, like, oh, this guy really likes me. Oh, I'm really good at sex. I hear that all, all the time. I've even had friends over the years say that like, oh, every, you know, I'm the best at blowjobs. I'm the best at sex. Men fall for me because of my sexual energy. Probably their generators with sacral, <laughs> their sacral generator motor. Um, but the problem here is they don't feel seen. They don't feel loved only in that moment. So it's just feeding your ego. Again, it's feeding your saboteur and that little girl inside. So it perpetuates you not feeling good enough. So you might feel good enough in the moment, but it actually perpetuates you feeling like shit about yourself. You're feeling like shit about you, like whether you're worthy or lovable. And if you lead just with your body and you lead with your beauty, then you'll never feel loved for who you are if that's what you're leading with. So it is such a setup as all saboteur patterns are. It's a setup to reinforce these faulty beliefs that you're not worthy, not lovable, not good enough, all in the name of trying to get or feel worthy, right? So your saboteur is like, I'm going to have sex with this guy because then I'll feel, you know, really powerful because he's this guy and he's on a pedestal and whatever, but it's actually going to make you feel worse about yourself. It's such a trap. And I see it all the time with women. So dating from your soul, your body, and I'm sure we've said this before, but not for a while, your body is a temple. Your body is sacred. You have one. Like, let's actually think about that for a moment. You have one. You get one body from the time you're zero, the moment you're born till the moment you die. We only get one meat suit. 
That's like the, that's the home of all your organs, including your heart, including your soul, including your brain and your mind. You have one body. And like, how much do we dishonor and disrespect our bodies every day? So I was like, this is a whole nother episode we could go into, but talking about sex, like just letting anyone into your body, there should be a million hoops that someone has to jump through in order to be an aligned candidate, <laughs> an aligned soul who actually is, um, is welcome in your body. Like, I just think of how many people I've let in my body and I'm, I was more like the Virgin Mary, but I did have sex with every guy I dated or got into a relationship with. I never did the one night stand thing, but like I, there was sex with men that I didn't even like. There were relationships with men I didn't even like because it was coming from validation. So your, I did have sex a couple of times that wasn't a partner or a guy I dated, but this, it matters. You having sex when your body's a no and saying yes, that hurts your body. Every time you have sex when it's a no, your, your body's a no and, and you say yes. Um, every time you have sex with someone you don't want to have sex with, or you, someone you don't know, like, this is so dangerous. We're going to talk about the danger of fantasy love, but like how quick we are to let men into our bodies because of our brainwashing, because we've been brought into this patriarchal culture where it's geared towards men. Like really until like maybe nine years ago, I thought my body was just for men to like masturbate to basically. Like I still had orgasms sometimes, but I never really thought of sex as like for me. And, you know, this is, this is the program. Like sex is about women. Like I think I hear women married clients. I work with all the time that are like, oh, you know, I just have sex with him, even though I don't really want to, cause I'm really tired and I'm not really turned on, but I do it just for him. Cause I know, you know, men need sex. Like this is the fucking program, which is bullshit. So now your body it, is just used for someone else to get off. He can masturbate. Like your body is your own. Your body is your temple. And the more that you cherish her and devote your life to her and worship her and learn how to love her, your whole life will change. And also the quality of men and women and whoever you're with and you attract will completely change. There's so much in this episode now. There's, yeah. there's so much. I mean, the, the, the foundational principle of like how much healing is needed. Like yes. I'm the one who was doing one night stands. Right. And so the healing that I've had to do around self-compassion and forgiveness. So I just want to give a plug, you know, for that, that like, this isn't about your fault. This isn't about blame. This is about taking responsibility for what you say you want. And like, that's why this episode was important to me. Cause it's like, if I say I want a relationship, but I'm having sex with men who say they don't want a relationship, or I'm not spending time to wonder if they actually want to get to know me that I'm not in charge of my dating experience. And that's mostly what the new truth is about. We want you to be in charge of your life, for you to be the leader of your life, for you to be the pioneer of love, to stop getting caught in dynamics that you don't want to be in, right? Mm -hmm. And this you know, place of there are men that are only interested in that. And there are men who are not. And I want you to believe that, yeah. but you have to believe that you have worth in order to get there. Really. You have to believe that you are of worth and value. That's inherent, you know, like that was the work. That's what self-love is. Self-love is not getting your hair and nails done and like taking a bubble bath every once in a while. Like self-love is I have inherent 
worth and value. And the other thing that you said that's so important, that is a learned skill is being able to set boundaries, but that place of, if if you're not interested in what I'm interested in, bye. Yeah. Right. So many women are afraid to say the thing, right? Afraid to set boundaries and afraid to wait to have sex because they're afraid of scaring him away. Okay. If you scare someone away, good. Yeah. Th- then they're not in line. Like if you want an aligned relationship, the only way you can have that is being honest and truthful about who you are from the beginning. That's the only way that you can create that. And, you know, dating from an empowered place, you, you bump up a lot of, of a lot of stuff right? Like you're bumping up your childhood stuff. You're bumping up against patriarchy. You're bumping up against this like quick swipe culture that treats humans like robots. It doesn't even see that it's a human being on the other side of that dating profile, you know, but it is possible to find authentic love. It is possible to find a partner who wants to get to know you and sees you for who you are, but that work starts inside you know, it starts inside and and I don't know how many more times we have to say that on the podcast, that it's an inside job. It's an inside job to come home to yourself, to reclaim your worth, to learn the skills of dating. And we did an episode before about the truth about sex and dating, because it is true that people sleep together on the first date. And then that turns into a relationship, but that particular episode is actually addressing throwing away all of the rules about sex Mm -hmm. and like figuring out whether or not you're doing this from an attached place. Because the truth is, if you think you have to have sex in order for him to be interested in you, that is a game. Like that is a lie, right? The truth of thinking that if I make him wait or if I wait, then I'm going to scare him away. That's also a game. Like self, now, now this is another plug for our episode about trusting yourself in love. You know, like you, you can't mess up what is meant for you if you are doing every aspect of your life from the truth of who you are. You can mess up everything. And this is why relationships are so fucked up is because everything is a game, right? And And look- we all are using people, right? If he's, he's using you for your body and you're using him for attention. So like, let's get, let's get honest, <laughs> let's get honest. And so this, this imagining, and, and we have had so many really amazing sexuality teachers. Like I'm thinking about Janelle Frazier, who is amazing, um, on our podcast. And I think we, you know, coming down the pike is people about body image. You know, I think it's really time to have someone to come on the podcast to talk about having an empowered body image, but this place of, you know, I, I have to decide what's true for me and what I want, and then be able to live by that because no one else is going to do that for you. Like Kate and I can even shout from the rooftops, all the truths about dating, but only you decide that you're going to behave differently when you sign on to that dating app. And when you walk out into the world and, and knowing that you have inherent worth and value and that your looks is not at all indicative of how special of a woman you are or more worthy or good enough than any other woman. I mean, that is the biggest one to break in our culture because that shit's only getting worse. Thanks to social media. Um, but you know, we want you to stop getting burned. Like that's the intention of this episode for you to, to see the signs for you to align with what you want and for you to stop being surprised by the men who disappear after they have sex with you or act like they just want to keep, you know, having sex with you, but not have it turn into a boyfriend or a partner. If that's what you want. Or the dynamics where you feel not good enough constantly, where you feel like really like inflated sense of self, deflated sense of self, the superior, inferior, superior, inferior. And if you're leading with sexuality and your body, 
you're going to get men who that's what they care about. And so, um, it just makes me think of when men lead with wealth and they they attract a woman with money, they're going to get a woman who's shallow, who cares about money, who's looking for that kind of man. And often those men later get resentful that they feel like they're being used. They feel like their partner only is with them because of money. And it's because they set it up that way because right. they led with that. Right. So it's like if you're leading with your body and sexuality, but you actually want a relationship or you want a meaningful connection, meaningful sexual experience even, um, like that's for me, I was just dating for connection and like, I did want to have lovers, but I wanted them to be meaningful connections. So if that's what matters to you, then you have to be willing to do it differently. If you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always got. The definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. So show up differently and date from a place. And again, I'm really glad you brought up the rule episode, the sex and dating, because there are no rules. It's not about rules, but it's about like, why are you in a hurry? Like when you're in a hurry, slow down because it takes time to know someone and it takes time. Like even if there's a spark and there's an, even if it feels like an amazing soul connection, it still takes time to know someone. And I've had so many fucking conversations over the years, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of conversations with women who are in fucked up toxic relational dynamics. And because the fantasy fairy tale leads us to rush the process, there's no rush. Your body is your temple. You get to honor her in whatever way feels right and true for you. Um, and yeah, we celebrate you for showing up here. And those of you that are diehards every week with us, like this is, it's a big deal, you know, being willing to really rewire how you're doing love when every single message out there is selling is like positioning love based on fairy tale and sex, fantasy and sex. That's like the messaging and our physical appearance. And that's all that matters. And it only changes when we're willing to change how we're showing up within it. Amen. We Amen. love you. Here's you empowered, empowered in every area of your life. And so as always, if you know someone who needs this episode, share it with them, please. And friendly reminder, as always, that we care about what you are thinking about, what you're wrestling with. And so please feel free to ever message us privately about what you want us to do an episode on. Talk Amazing. soon. Talk soon. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Lots of love. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, you can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.